Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Two Dope Nation. It is still morning for the next 23 minutes. Uh, welcome back to Two Dope Teachers and a Mic. My name is Gerardo Munoz. Your boy, Kevin Adams. And we are coming at you. I was going to say coming at you live, but we're not. I mean, we are. Well, I mean, it's a live report. We live, but we're not live. Uh, <laughs> we are during our duty-free lunch, so, yes. so don't add us, DPS. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. This is our duty-free lunch. We can do what we want. Um, we are coming to you with a special episode today. Yes. We have with us the Young Brothers yes, from the Behoof Hip Hop yes, Podcast, sir. inaugural podcast. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Pretty good. How are you? All right. Doing good. good. So, um... Today's show is um, it's student-centered. We have yes. uh, two 11th graders um, who uh, will tell you about their project in just a moment. Um, and we're going to hear a little bit about what they're doing. So get at us with this episode. Um, in order to get in touch with us at Two Dope Teachers and a Mic, uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Dope Teachers. We are approaching 1,400 Twitter Woo! followers. Get at us, <laughs> like us, follow us, retweet us, all that kind of That's stuff. It. And then uh, <laughs> Facebook.com slash 2DopeTeachers. You can also email us at 2DopeTeachers at gmail.com. One quick announcement. If you have not joined our 2Dope Readers Book Club, that's right. you got to join. We got 30 people. We're going to be reading The Color of Law by Rothstein. I already got it on my phone. Got it on your phone. That's good. Phone. Hey, and if you uh, don't want to support big corporations, you can um, get it from your local independent bookstore. That um, happens too. Sign up by Thursday, March 21st. We can kind of get going. You excited for this? Yeah. We got like 30 people. It's wild. And We're I'm going to read a book. going to read a book that's together. Big. Yeah, I was that's just like my big accomplishment. Accomplishment of the year. I was telling. I read a book. <laughs> I was telling my. I was telling one of my. One of my. Uh, some of my students, like, because they're like, why would you like read a book in your free time? I'm like, if you want to be a revolutionary, you need to read. Why would you? You uh, know what the Black Panthers said to you when you first came to them? People said, "What was that? Can I get a gun? That you know what they <laughs> hand them instead." A book. Here's a book. Here's a book. Mm. Read this book. Read a book. Yeah. So sign up with us. The uh, form is on Twitter. Um, Instagram does not let you post links. Um, and so, like, stop clicking, stop tapping on that picture I posted. It's not going to work. It's not working. Um, just get get us through that, and we'll send you the link. Um, shout out to Haley Breeden from South High School for shout doing out. a lot of the legwork to get this going. Um, all right. Now we're here to shout out Behoof. Behoof. So, fellas, it's podcasting. Well, yeah. The, um, so we're in we're in a really interesting moment in the history of podcasting right now. There's a lot of folks who are actually getting on this platform, yep. but it's a lot of folks like our age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk to, us a, like talk to us a little bit about your project and what it is that you're doing, and um, and and you know what it is that you feel that you're bringing to the table, and what inspired you guys to do this. Yes. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, my name is Philip Sheen. Hi, Philip. Philip. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, Omar, I'm not gonna say my last name is too long. He's got a long last Omar. name that he should be really proud of, but uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, you know, so the basis of you know our project is what we call a passage at DCIS. Yeah. And so what it is is we allow ourselves our what it is it's a sort of project that we do that we have to experience ourselves. Yeah. And what me and Omar decided was. To do a podcast because right now it's like the new wave, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Everybody's doing a podcast. Because yeah, even some busted yeah. old teachers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. I mean, well, the thing is, it's you're having so much fun. Like what I've heard is you're having so much fun doing it because you get sort of lost in the conversations and it's always. 
fun to kind of see everything from a new perspective. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's definitely fun. Yeah. Like, all you got to do is talk. So yep. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like about it. It's yeah. easy. I, I show up and yeah. talk. Like, yeah. you, like, I tried to have a blog at one point, and I'm kind of like, okay, when you're blogging, you actually have to, like, write things. Yeah, and you have to, like, read, read and make I sure love, it makes sense. Right, I love to write, but I feel like when we don't make sense on a podcast, it's okay. It's, it's okay. part of the personality. You can explain yourself. <laughs> or yeah. not explain yourself. Definitely. So tell us a little bit about your podcast. What's your podcast about, and uh, what do you bring to the people? Um, we're mostly going to be covering, like, aspects. Of, we're mostly going to be covering aspects of, like, hip-hop. Like, some of our episodes are going to be, like, like how hip hop has influences on fashion and present certain standards and stuff like that. And then also, um, we were originally going to talk about the drill movement of hip hop, yeah. which is like something that just, I don't know how to say this. It's a really controversial topic. Yeah, most yep, definitely. Yep, yep, yeah, because yeah, like a lot of people are saying that drill, drill hip hop is like the reason that a lot of kids are violent or whatever. Right. And so, so, yeah. That's mostly the basics. We're really going to be talking about what we're really passionate about, which is both of us hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I think that's important too because what Omar's talking about, hip hop is seen as such a like bad part of society. And it's really important to kind of shine the aspects of hip hop that really positively change like society for the better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 You know, I love, I love that you guys are doing a podcast around hip hop. I yeah. love this idea that you're like, looking at drill music and how people see it because I think, you know, we grew up at a time of gangster rap yeah, and yeah. I think it was the same sort of thing. Well, there, that, even, there were congressional hearings there were gangster rap that, that sought to censor it. And, and Tupac and... less C. Dolores Tucker yeah, had it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah. uh, you know, I think that this comes up over and over. It's like, what is the value of hip-hop? And, and um, you know, I think back, um, there's a Roots record where they talk about that hip-hop records are not even maximized as art. Yeah. Much much less product that you're trying to sell and distribute to people. And so I think like I admire that you guys are going into this and kind of um, talking about the importance of hip hop because I think it's something that we ignore. And I think that, you know, a hundred years from now it'll be viewed the same way we much the same way we view jazz. No doubt. As truly Ameri- original American And, and jazz and blues were seen as kind of like low-class, low-brow art at, at the time. That's and right. now we look at it now. Now it's elitist supper clubs that are $50 yeah. Yeah. a plate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Omar, you, you want to say something? No, I know. <laughs> Some of us always right. just like look like that. Yeah, I have we, a couple of questions. So yeah. for the uneducated in our, in our audience... Uh, could you? So I have two things I'd like you to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing is uh, give us a quick primer on what drill hip hop is, like right. what it is, like what it is, and where it comes from, where it comes from, and what your interest is. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I think we want to know like how you fell in love with hip hop. Um, so for a lot of people who don't know what drill music is, it's um a type of rap. It's like gangster rap almost that originated in Ch- Chicago. Yep. And like around 2012, it's mostly started with um. Artists like Chief Keith, mm-hmm. Young Pappy, Fredo, Santa, just Fredo, and then um, and just many other artists. And mostly the purpose is, like I said, similar to gangster rap. It's just some um, speaking what's really going on in their lives. Like as you know, Chicago is one of like is the most. Oh, look, radio. this this is live radio. <laughs> Somebody gotta go to the main office. Yeah, Somebody. <laughs> Anyways, well, yeah, that's hopefully it's neither of you. <laughs> Might have been me. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, that's basically the premise is really speaking what's going around, you know, like like rough areas and that, you know, everything is not perfect and not 
like lavish lifestyles and everything. And Chicago is homicide capital of the United States, isn't it? Yes. Yep. 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 So I mean that that I mean that's that real stuff then you know um th- and that was I remember Spike got a lot of like oh yeah Chirac from Chirac, Chirac from Chirac and did I think y'all, did y'all see Chirac I feel like you were talking about it. maybe someone else I know Chirac uh, yeah yeah. I know yeah yeah anyway so 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 that's kind of the 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 music is kind of these stories coming from a violent place from yeah. there yep. and yep. and they're edgy and they're raw and and intense um what what's y'all's interest in in this in drill music um honestly it's not that i like really support that support like what's being said but it's like what i i can relate to a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff and mm-hmm. also it just gets me hype yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and then also like it truly shows what's going on like in parts of struggle in the u.s like it's parts that most people don't really pay attention to like, yep. they're not yep paying attention to all the murder and all the drugs and all the violence that happens to one another in these like low income areas. Yeah. Yep. So it's important to understand, you know, what's truly going on yeah. within the country. Yeah, I was thinking about like I think it's Chuck D who said like hip hop is the CNN. It's black people CNN. Uh, it's black yeah. Yeah. CNN yep. Right. And that's what I like think about like when I think about all the genres of hip hop, specific to regions, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think every region is kind of talking about their story, about what they're going through, yeah. what their experience are. And I think, you know, Chicago has, I think, has has been traumatized as a community. You know, no I doubt. think their community, no where the kids are growing up in this prolonged post traumatic stress disorder, yeah. where they can't leave, where you're going to be with us for generations. You've walked past the places where you've seen your friends get shot, you've seen mm-hmm. relatives be shot, and you have to walk past. And then I'm reading um, The Ghost in the Graveyard uh, yeah. about the closing of Chicago yeah. public schools. And one of the things that they point out is that when they close these schools, you force kids to have to cross gang boundaries yep. to get to the schools, mm-hmm. which creates bigger problems, you know. And I think it, Chicago really. My attention has been drawn to Chicago ever yeah. since J for J last yep. year, yep. Yep. and uh, more and more stuff I think keeps drawing my attention to Chicago. Chicago is, I mean, I think Chicago is is ground zero uh, for where we will go as a society and as a system of education. So, it, the, what you were talking about in terms of and Omar, especially your comment about how it isn't that it isn't that I agree with the message that's kind of coming through or whatever, um, but it's that that kind of empathy that you have for those voices, the relatability of the yeah. music. Um, and it reminds me of a Twitter thread that I just really got into that Chris Emden was leading where somebody called out, you know, um, like misogyny and relationship violence in hip hop. Yeah. And he said, it's not that these things are promoted by hip hop. Um, these things were in society before hip hop started. So like, experience. yeah. So like violence and, um, and murdering young people, has been a part of our society for a very long time. What hip hop allows us to do is to see those things, right? Yeah. So when when we start looking at stuff like drill music and what's happening in Chicago, like what um, what kind of what is it that drill music allows us to see as people who don't live in Chicago, or even as people for those of our listeners who did not grow up the way I think we grew up, uh, knowing that the threat of violence was sometimes right around the corner. What does drill music allow us to see? Well, yeah, what Omar was talking about, like, the basis of drumming music is talking about a lot of the violence that each they see, like, within their communities. A lot of it's, like, shootings, mm-hmm. um, talking about, like, the, the various weapons they hold or um, the fact that most of them are drug dealers in order to survive from, like, 
without relying from paycheck to paycheck. Yep. Um, for a lot of these communities, um, what it is is drug dealing is sort of their main income, yep. and it's the only way that they're sort of they see as the only way to survive. Yep. And so it's like drum music, music kind of shines the light on that aspect of U.S. culture. Yeah, and I think it's it's also in my from my perspective, I think it's a way to kind of assert power yeah. when you don't have a lot of power. You mm-hmm. know, like you're asserting it through that. You know, I've taken opportunities and I make money. I'll go OT yeah. and I'll do what I have to do yeah. to 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 really get ahead in my community. And then I think the other part is I'm going to protect my community. I'm going to protect mm-hmm. mine and my neighborhood, my family at yeah. whatever cost you know and i think it's it's part of that coping mechanism as to how you make it in the society because i think when you grow up in a place like chicago you got to have a coping mechanism mm-hmm. well and, that, and that's the thing we talked about the move to censor gangster rap and the so-called gangster rap yeah, in the yeah, 90s yeah. um and and one of the one of the justifications was like well if we let this music just like run freely it's going to influence people and it's going to get young kids like doing this stuff i got news for you Young kids are doing this stuff. That's why the stories are out there. And drill music is forcing us to see this, Mm -hmm. that you can't put your blinders on if these stories are out there. Excuse me, Dan. I think that's really important. And I have to ask myself, you know, like as I think about it, are we trying to change culture? Are we changing? Do we want drill music to change or do we want it to be what it is, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I think it goes back to this question about hip-hop in general is like – it's got some problematic stuff in it. Hip hop yeah. can be very problematic, right? Uh, that being said, you know it's an art form, and I think every art form. I watch movies consistently oh, that put forth problematic ideas yep. and agendas. I grew up TV with shows, other songs, rock music, country put music, forth, mm-hmm. uh, problematic, and I and I see hip hop always being attacked. You know, and I think yeah. of, uh, the Jay Z line from the Dead Prez song. Um, uh, what's that? Hell yeah. And he's like, now uh, Becky told Jimmy, and Jimmy told, yeah. now they all got the skinny. Yeah. He, uh, what did he say? He said something about Jimmy's got a do rag on. You know, yeah. he's talking about white kids getting into hip hop. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And that there's this view that somehow like hip hop is the corrupter. Yeah. You know yeah. that it's like if if the white kids hear this music, if kids in the suburbs hear it, they will be corrupted, like you said, and it'll lead to more crime, more violence. But I don't even know if that's the reality. I haven't yeah. even seen any statistics to support that. I mean, it's, that. yeah, it's, it's yeah, right. it's there's video no, games, no, it's no video data. games and gun violence. Yeah, there's, you know, too. there's no data. Um, no, I mean, and and you know, it comes back to like when you know, and when I was teaching the hip hop studies class yeah. last semester, um, I had a coworker ask me, well, how do we address? How do you address in hip hop? Um, the misogynistic attitudes, the homophobia, the violence, that kind of thing. And kind of my answer is like, well, the same way I address it in life. Like we need to evaluate it. We need to see that it's out there. We need to discuss it. We need to get at the causes. So the way we talk about it is it relates to the music isn't any different from the way we talk about it as it relates to society. Um, so why I love hip hop? Why do I love hip hop? Um, is there a moment? Is there a time that you were just kind of like this? Is, this is because for no. me it was Grandmaster Man, Flash and the Furious Five is the message. I heard it when I was seven. I didn't understand any of it, but I knew that it was a person who looked like somebody from my neighborhood yep. speaking poetry, and I, there was something beautiful I loved about you, that. Them brothers were not dressing like Grandmaster Flash. And yeah, all, but and but, the east side of but, Denver back but then. It, it, hold up, hold up, hold they up. Just, 
They just got to that stuff this maybe man, 10 years ago. This man is talking about my neighborhood like he was there. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, when I moved from, listen, hold on, I'm listen. just going to point out that when I moved from Atlanta. To Highlands Ranch. To, well, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All the different, because okay. you know. That put me on blast yeah. for Highlands Ranch. Hey, you nothing okay. wrong with that. That's a lovely community. Okay. Yeah. Lovely community. Sure. Lots of white picket fences. What I want to say is that y'all were behind in Denver. You know what? All throughout Denver, hey, y'all were true. behind. This y'all were like true. a month, this is true. six months to a year now, behind now he, now on he's, everything. He's flexing Atlanta. Hey, we, we he made a month to a year behind on everything. He was there until he was like nine flexing on Atlanta. Oh, baby. I was 13. My 13th birthday happened. That was a big deal in Atlanta. I'll tell you about that sometime off the edge. Yeah, <laughs> so you flex in Atlanta. Okay, all right. Um, oh, hold on. Hold up. I am going to flex Atlanta because it is. Go it, ahead. Do, it is the. I'm, it is the home of of one of the greatest hip hop movements. That's ever no existed. doubt. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. Ever no existed. doubt. No doubt. So I, I, I believe y'all were supposed to be talking. <laughs> Sorry. <about. laughs> I mean, like what you're saying. Like most of hip hop, I grew up with. You know what I'm saying. A lot of my, you know, uncles and aunties, they kind of relied on like hip hop as sort of a savior in their lives, you know, cause yep. they related to it. They kind of like, it just kind of spoke to them. And for me, like I kind of, within my early years, I was listening to a lot of, you know, nineties and early two thousands hip hop and yep. R&B. And it's like, it's just kind of my ears kind of accustomed to it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. a lot of R&B is just what I enjoy listening to. Yep. And yep. so it's just what I took off with. Yeah. 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 yeah it's the same thing with me. A lot of my aunties and uncles were just, I, I was always around them, so you know, just be hip hop every single day. Like at first, it was just like R and B because I didn't really understand. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, R and B has like the catchy verse. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So you can remember all that. Just get more into it. Yeah, I didn't yep. understand yep. it at first. So, but as I got older and I started understanding, it was like, dang, this is relatable. <laughs> so that's just <laughs> yeah. what I started listening to most. Yeah, you start realizing, well, they're actually saying words here yeah. that like I understand yeah. <laughs> a little bit. It's like when you hear that first like jewel. Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. That's yeah. a nice bird. I like yeah. what you said there, and I got it. You flip that metaphor. Yeah, like it's, it's a cool thing. Yeah, tell, tell us about Beehoof. What's that? Beehoof. Oh uh, well, Beehoof. is that actually going to be the name of the podcast? Yeah. All right, cool. So I'll make sure that I'm not like no going out podcast. There. Sure. So Beehoof stands for the Brotherhood yeah. of the Harmonious Order of Fists. Ooh. Yes. And um, so the Harmonious Order of Fists is was a group. Um, originating during the uh, Boxer Rebellion in China, yep. who believed that, you know, they were able to do anything and fight against, you know, Western influence, yes. yep. which is what I learned in Munoz's class. Yeah. Shout yeah. out. Take AP. So, your teacher's course uh, of studies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you just got kind of dragged into uh, hoof like. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was, like, never there, honestly. Because <laughs> I was just like, hey, Munoz, you, you, you had me start first period. It's hard to get there. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, Munoz, we got to start a gang with this name. You know <laughs> And then Munoz was kind of like, oh, maybe not a gang, maybe a brotherhood. So, you know, <laughs> organization, an organization. No, yeah, no, we, we organization. An organization. Yeah, that's right, that's, that's right. right. So, you know, we kind of took off with it, you know, behoof, behoof everything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then with the that. no cap aspect is right now, no cap meaning like... No lie. No lie, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. We're going to put everything out there. Yeah. 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 Like, so that's I think dope. that's truly what we want with this podcast yeah it's like putting all of our thoughts and emotions into this podcast and saying what we want to say yeah yeah, yeah. And, and so what are some uh what are some topics that are kind of in the pipeline that you'd like to discuss even if you haven't like kind of yeah. taken positions on it or like done all the like background study or mm-hmm. anything what are some of the topics you'd like to get into you mentioned real music yeah. uh is there anything else or is you know uh, what is it that you're looking at um from what i can remember our 
plans to go from fashion, like the influence, mm-hmm. yep. fashion on hip or vice versa. You, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like expanding that, the, the definition of culture from yeah. music to fashion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then just some, like, we're going to talk about like misogyny and hip hop as well. Yeah. Just, like, uh, yeah that, derogatory yeah. terms plus slang that yeah. originate from hip hop. Yeah. Yep. Like um, uh, we're gonna have to put the little e on on <laughs> some of this, right? Because you can't like talk about some of these things without actually, you know, naming the yeah, terms yeah, yeah, and, and sort yeah. of talking about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, I think what we planned for our final episode is kind of naming the greatest of all time in hip hop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And our personal <laughs> in your personal opinion, throughout generations, for sure, there's the greatest of every generation. No doubt. That's no right. doubt. That's right. So no it's kind of hard to pick and choose specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Who is truly the greatest? Yeah. But some of those are the funnest yeah. conversations to have. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Those no doubt. Yeah, debates. I mean, like, Adams has been laughing at me for, like, hunting down J. Cole lyrics lately. <laughs> yeah. um, like, I was looking at brackets, uh-huh. and, uh, yeah, this dude, for real, elitist, you know, I'll tell you. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> no, actually, I was supposed to be doing work, and I was trying to print J. Cole lyrics at some. I was like, I was like a middle schooler again. <laughs> but, I mean, I think a lot of when you start talking about, because that's, that's what... Because I saw J. Cole perform at the All-Star Game, at the NBA All-Star Game, and it was just interesting to hear some of what he was saying, and I'm I'm realizing, well, I I can see why people whose youth is being defined by this moment in history can really relate to a lot of what's being said here. And so when you start getting into these these conversations about the greatest, well, who who is the greatest for their generation? What's the greatest voice that kind of uh, speaks to that? yeah. So okay. So so looking at like those kinds of things, what are some other things that y'all hope to to bring into the fore, into the fray? Um, and then for sure, overall, because we are an international school, yep, we're gonna look yep. at the international aspect that hip hop has around the world. Um, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, because as of right now, we see the you know popping up of hip hop everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. And there's like different bases of why they're joining hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of <laughs> what we uh, we watched. I forgot what it was called. There was a special on Netflix, the though. Patriot. Oh, yeah, Patriot, the Hassan Minaj. Yeah. I just watched that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About so good. Yeah, and they were kind of speaking about the um, the movement of hip-hop in Thailand yeah. and how yep. they're yep. speaking yep. out against yep. their government. Yep. Yeah, so it's really important to kind of understand a lot of what hip-hop is doing for a lot of people yeah. outside of the U.S. Yep. And, like, the legacy that's going to leave worldwide. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of great stuff out there. Like once you start getting global with with what's being where where hip hop is providing a voice to the voiceless, yeah. and that's a really powerful thing. Yeah, and I think about like going back to the Patriot Act and Hassan Minaj's episode, but like he makes the point that you know hip hop is this is this source of power. It's a way to speak truth yeah. to the systems of power. And, you know, I think that's really important. Can you guys talk about like what you see the relationship between hip hop and education for you and how mm-hmm. it's played out? How do those things connect? Huh? But we, we got five minutes. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I'm trying to be so. <laughs> it's like, that's all right. It's all good. <laughs> uh, education. I don't even know, honestly. I can't, I can't answer that question. Well, yeah. I think um, with education is what most people like, what's most most teacher kind of try to empower is your voice. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they want you to kind of grow as a person and raise your voice. And I feel that directly connects with hip hop because that's what everybody's trying to do these days with hip hop. They're trying to empower their voices, which is similar to what we're trying to do here in the education systems. Yeah. 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 yeah th- that's, that's so important because when, when you think about 
what it is that inspires so many people through hip hop music. It's the like I think I think back on the first albums like or the first mixtapes really that I heard. Mm -hmm. Like the thing that always like touched me deep was the assertiveness, right? Like even if even if I was a little uncomfortable with what was being said, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I would cycle back to those conversations and don't want to minimize conversations around misogyny and violence and, uh -huh. and what it is that hip hop allows us to see, but also how we interrogate those, those ideas. But, um, but the assertiveness of putting your voice out there, I, I think that's, I think that's probably the most, and, and hip hop is dangerous. It's uncompromising. It doesn't mince words. At least the good stuff doesn't mince words. <laughs> and so when that idea is put at you, you have to confront it in some way, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 You yeah. look like you were going to talk. No, it's just when My you bad. said assertive, I just kept thinking Karis One. Karis One. Like yeah. the yeah. first time you heard Karis One, like when he comes on the mic. When I be comes, on the mic. He comes on to <laughs> let you know, like. He is the MC. Who am I? Yeah. The MC. That's right. Right? Yeah. Knowledge rules supreme over everyone. Right? You know, like, that's the truth. It, yeah. Like, when you think about or like Chuck. When Chuck yeah. came on the track, you... I you, think he's Mr. Chuck now. Mr. Chuck. Because he got older. He got older. <laughs> yeah. Dr. D. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. D. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, uh, you think about that and that assertiveness. And I wondered, like, do we always leverage it? Or do, do teachers see, like, the relationship... I think, or, or how important hip hop is to this generation. And that like, when we're talking about poetry, like I don't, I heard Jeffrey Duncan Andrade say, you know, you never teach a poetry lesson without hip hop involved, right? Yeah. Because it's- Or how, you might, but you shouldn't. But you shouldn't, <laughs> right? Because it's how kids connect. It's where yeah. you guys are hearing poetry. Uh, I think That's every how... sort of poetic device that they get tested on, yeah. MCs use, yeah. right? Yeah. We hear it all the time. Well, from, the first poetry was spoken. Like Homer's The Odyssey was oral until like 400 years after the man died. Like so, when you when you think about what classical poetry is, I mean, in its in its barest form, it was rapping. That's yeah. right. <laughs> you know. That's right. And the way that uh, rappers play with words. Yeah. The way they play with words. Yeah. And, and like you know, I think of like Talib Kweli. Yeah. He has great vocabulary. Yeah. Like I know MCs or heard or seen. MCs like who spend time just in the dictionary, in yeah. the thesaurus, yeah. learning words, you know, and I think we yeah. ignore that. Where it's like, oh, all you're doing is rapping and you're writing in your yeah. notebook all the time. Yeah, try it. Well, what are it's they doing? It's not that easy. They're writing. They're writing. <laughs> a lot of rappers today, like, they use, like, it's such a, such a clever use of, like, they have such clever play on words, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. And, like, their metaphorical uses, it just brings it all together. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, f fellas, really excited yes. uh, to see Behoof Boo 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 <laughs> Boo launch, man. Um, anything you want to say to our listeners before we uh, before we close? Yeah, I, you know we're ready. We're gonna we're gonna get this done. Yeah, and, that's awesome. You know, just get the hype going. Yeah. yeah. So uh, once once they get it all like set up, subscribe and listen to yeah. the Behoof Hip Hop podcast. It's the next generation. That's right. Support of, the uh, support the young folks. For real, for real. We we spend a lot of time talking about young people, not as much time hearing them talk to yeah, us. That's right. So uh, for Omar and Philippa Behoof, for Kevin Adams. All right. So the way we conclude this show, like we're we're pulling back the curtain yes. real quick, yes. is we end with stay dope. So so that's what we kind of get with. So you'll you'll get a cue from me, and we'll do that. All right, y'all ready? Yeah, okay. okay. I guess. You'll yes. know. You'll, you'll know. know. Right. It makes sense. So we are here on our duty-free duty lunch hour. Finishing it up. For Omar and Philip of Behoof. 
for Intern Allison, for Kevin Adams, I am Gerardo Munoz. We are encouraging you on paper, verbally, in school, out of school, today, and to always stay, stay dope. dope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>